And we are back. I'm Arlene Vine and for John Oakley, having a whale of a time here as we go through all these stories that are happening. We're going to revert back to how we began the show because it was so fresh, this fiscal update, and we got some indication, big takeaway, no balancing the budget, extra money from the economy, billions and now there's going to be bigger deficits, really targeting business because that's what they had to achieve, uh, try to push back against what is happening in the United States and offer some incentive for business. So why don't we see how they're doing? We've been getting lots of voices here today, and I'd like to welcome Jocelyn Bamford, Vice President, Automatic Coding Limited, the founder, Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Ontario. It's great to have you, Jocelyn. Thank you for being Thanks. here. Thanks, Arlene. What a busy day for you. Oh, yeah, we're following it and uh, no balancing in the budget. And they really had that job, didn't they, Jocelyn? They had to to prove that they could react to what was happening in the United States and try to create a incentive for business investing and a better environment here for that. How do you think they've done well, I, I will give the marks on uh, the capital um, depreciation, the accelerated capital cost allowance. I think we need that. Um, we're not competitive in Canada, but we're still not competitive in Canada. So they did close <laughs> the gap, which we, we needed to do. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it will uh, spurn people to invest, but we're still fundamentally not competitive when we compare ourselves to the United States. In what way? What are you thinking? Well, if you look at um, from a standpoint, if you just do check the boxes up mm-hmm. um, on when you compare putting a business here or putting a business in the United States, the, the U.S. still has the advantage um, in that they have a lot of incentives for business to relocate there. They have a lower tax structure. They give tax holidays. And they really have a, a very good, um, a lot of the states have very good relationships with their college. They beat us. And outweigh us um, uh, ten to one on what they what the programs they run with their colleges to get skilled employees um, from a college into a plant, and they also um, have a much more welcoming attitude. They don't view businesses as the bad guy, as we've seen mm-hmm. from the federal government. They welcome us with open arms. You know, have that they had that handle against them. You look at what happened across the country as they tried to make those changes, especially with the small business. And have they gone in any way to take away that impression? No, we still get the impression that they mm-hmm. believe we had to have to be controlled and mm-hmm. that they, that mm-hmm. we are we're uh, bad actors. We've we've heard that kind of uh, narrative come out from both the previous provincial government and the federal government that they, you know, the words tax cheat has come up um, when they came after passive income, which a lot of companies, manufacturing companies, use um, that income to save for a rainy day so that we wouldn't have to lay off people when times got tough. And and meeting with um, our our financial advisor just recently, they had warned that there's going to be a 2020 deficit. So um, there's still room for improvement and and ways to go in that area. And some of the concerns that I had today was the Strategic Innovation Fund. And what concerns me about that was about six weeks ago, Mm -hmm. there was a, a, a... policy from the government, which was called the economic strategy tables. And if you mm-hmm. read that, those economic strategy tables, it basically says that the government's going to pick the winners and losers. It actually says in there, you know, we can't 
help everyone. We can't spread fairy dust. We're gonna we're just gonna pick the people that we think are good and we're going to invest in them. And and we don't believe that that's a good strategy. We believe that you set the foundation for everybody to su- succeed or fail on their own merits and not have governments. Mm-hmm. It's not Shark Tank, is it really? No, no. it shouldn't be. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be. Everybody should be able to to um, succeed or fail based on their own merits, not with the government picking and losing winners. All right. So, so that's a concern. All right. Yeah, let me ask you, too. I mean, there, you know, as you say, they had some work to do, and they did seem to really put their tax incentives into these strategic areas, as you say, you have to do certain things. You have to buy equipment. There, you know, we we took some calls as we got some of the details, and some of the callers were saying, "Well, you know, I've already done that, and also I have other costs with my business. It might not be with buying new equipment or any kind of uh, new hires. Is that really going to keep things healthy?" Yeah, so, you know, we, again, when we talk about ability to compete globally, one of the biggest problems we have is the cost of energy in this province. And so if you aren't allowed or aren't able to produce your products at a reasonable rate, you can have all of the trade deals in the world, if you can't produce it competitively, then you're not going to be successful in that. And we really, those are the areas that we need to address. We need to get pipelines going across this country so we can have competitive energy. And we really need the the government to push that. And then the other thing that people don't realize is um, the natural resource sector isn't just Alberta. If we look at Ontario, during the last downturn, there was as many uh, businesses and manufacturers in Ontario that were um, uh, making uh, their their living off the oil and gas industry, as it, as was the automotive industry. So we really need to get our oil um, going from coast to coast. We need to get pipelines, and we can do it in a very responsible, environmentally friendly way. And there's lots of technology that's made in Canada that can help us do that. How, how do you make it, you know, they said they were going to try to get rid of the red tape here with a few a few little areas. Is that enough? No, uh, red tape is horrendous. So if you, it's if a big problem members, to invest. Yeah, in it's him. huge. So if you buy equipment and you buy equipment and and you try to install it in your plants, there is a large amount of red tape to get that certified. Especially if you buy some of the state of the art technology that may may not be uh, manufactured in Canada to get it approved. Um, in Canada is very difficult. So we have lots of challenges with getting approval or with expansion. If you're expanding into other areas, that is also, you know, an area that we need to, to get some help with. All right, Jocelyn, let me ask you, I just want to switch around on one more topic before we, we let you go, and it's kind of tied into this. A think tank has come out. The think tank is in Quebec, so it's not in Ontario, but it says the minimum wage hike has killed 50,000 jobs in Ontario. Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't, and we had said that that was going to happen. That was our prediction. The narrative at the time was that this was going to help single mothers but as the study points out, the, the single mother was only 2.1% of the minimum wage um, earner. And, uh, you know, the, the point of minimum wage is it's a stepping stone. It's, it's what the students do to get them through college or university or save money for college or university. But if you work at any 
organization, you start at the bottom and you quickly, if you're a good worker, move your way up. And there was no kind of recognition of, of that. Um, so we're not surprised at all. And you, you don't need to study when you, when you walk into your local grocery store, for our local grocery store used to be open from 7 to 11, now it's 8 to 10. Um, you'll see more automated checkout lines. If you walk around a department store, it's like imp- virtually impossible to find anyone to help you. So we predicted all this was going to happen, and, and certainly it's come to fruition. All right. Thank you for joining us, Jocelyn Bamford. It was uh, great to get your input. Thanks. Uh, have a nice evening. My pleasure. You as well. Jocelyn is Vice President, Automatic Coding Limited, and founder of Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Ontario. We're getting her reaction clearly to the fiscal update. We're going to take a break, and when we return, we're going to have more. We're bringing the latest on the romaine lettuce recall. What am I going to do with my lettuce? I was thinking of eating it anyway, I have to admit it. But now I am not going to do that. Also, the postal strike, you know, how do we think about the Canada Post and the postal system anymore? We're trying to keep it alive for so long. Do we even care if there's a strike? I'm Arlene Bynan here for John Oakley, and we are not finished yet. This is Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.